Welcome to the Catholic Cafe, where all that the Catholic Church believes and teaches is served fresh daily. So come on in and see what's on the menu today. Now, here's your host, Deacon Jeff Drzymski. Greetings and welcome to the Catholic Cafe. I'm Deacon Jeff, and I'm seated, seated, <laughs> seated in the luxurious <laughs> corner booth of the Catholic Cafe. And seated next to me is seated next to you is Tom, Tom Dorian. Dorian. There yeah. you go. You didn't have your name tag on today. Well, I'm so not I'm seated up straight. I understand. <laughs> now we've had that English lesson. Thank you. And speaking of English lessons, we're yes. gonna have, well, now we have to have Hispanic lessons because uh, we're, we're venturing across the international sea once again. That's exactly right. We have a wonderful guest today. I see that we have Athenet Gonzalez, and she's a recording artist. From Monterey, Mexico. Hopefully, she'll play a tune for oh, well, us. Well, you know what? We might be able to twist her arm. I hope so. Uh, but we also have Father Agostino, one of the Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, just to sit by her side as we're as we're talking to her. See. So, Asanet, welcome to the luxurious corner booth of the Catholic Cafe. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's a pleasure for me. It's a really big blessing. Well, good. It's a blessing for us. Trust me. So, we want to talk about you now. And so you're a recording artist from Monterey, Mexico. First of all, how did you get started in just <laughs> recording music? What, did you always love music? Well, when I was really, really young, I start. how does it learn? Learn music. But at the same time, I have an, a special relationship with God for right. my parents. And it was like a mix. God and music, God and music. Wow, and, then, and you know what? All of our kids these days sometimes yeah. have that sort of, sometimes a contradiction between God and music. Mm-hmm. We see that a lot today, but you were experiencing it as a child. You loved God, but you also loved your music, right? Yeah, and sometimes you have the dream. Everybody, they have a dream. And uh, my dream, it was to be a singer. But part of my life, it was to be a good child of God. Right. Well, my dreams come through with a reality show in Mexico. And it was called La Academia. La Academia, and, right? Yeah. Which means the Academy, yeah, kind of what that, the translation would mean. Academy. So this is a show that you have aspiring, talented people get on the show in Mexico, and they play their guitars and sing their songs and whatever they do. And so it's kind of like the idol thing that we've got going on in the United States. That's right. And so That's you right. participated in that. Now, how old were you when you did that? 21, I think. Yeah, 21. Okay, so you were still a very young person. And, uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and, you uh, and, so, and you obviously, you did pretty well. How did that turn out? It was a, a very important part in my life. It was a big change in my life because I was always living with my parents. And then I, como se dice que dejé atrás? I left behind. I left behind my my life, my simple life, to a life of fame and and fortune, fortune, yeah, and all this kind of things. So, but you did really well on that show. People applauded you, and <laughs> and you won awards. Is that how that worked? Yeah, that's that's. And that's did you the you point. get like a, a recording contract and? The big uh, record companies wanted you to record for we them? We have a, um, a contract with a company, but it was like a very, very hard time in my life. It was right. not the experience that you can think that is the Well, everyone thinks that, don't they, Asenet? They think that fame and fortune is going to make, they're going to be happy. Yeah, that's right. Because yeah. you're going to get all of a sudden the fans and everyone's going to love you and you're going to get all the money and you're going to be in the big mansions and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. But really what but you were experiencing, it wasn't like that, was no. it? No, 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 of course not. So this was a bad time for you, really, even though you were at the height of your fame. Uh, the first time you think that it's so nice because it's like the people, they can know you when you go out to the restaurants and you feel like, wow, I'm I'm famous person. and And you think that it's that it's happiness you know right but it's 
at the same time, it's something inside of you that it's not right. And, and, and you feel like, okay, I have everything. I have money. I have uh, fame. I have clothes, nice clothes, fashion clothes, and, and I can do a concert. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's so empty. Still an emptiness empty. there. So, so what much. happened for you, Asanet? Obviously, something happened to you. Was it a person? Was it a thing? What made you sort of seek out a better life for yourself? Sometimes when you are inside of the environment, you don't see really well. Right. Because you have everything, and it was kind of in my life, uh, I was start going down and down the environment. It was really heavy. You know, you, you can have everything you want, especially in the parties. That's kind of like the parties we have here at the Catholic Cafe. <laughs> we are Like, known. very, very similar. No, we don't know. It's not. We don't have parties here. So how did you find your way back to God, though? How did you suddenly realize that you need to do something different? I can see my, my, my life start changing. And I can see how my mentality was changed a lot. And when I've been with my old friends... And they say, like, what happened with you? Like, mm. what's going on with you? Because my mouth, oof, a lot of bad words. And uh, mm. my clothes, it was so immodest. immodest. Right. But one day, um, people start saying lies of right. myself. I will start feeling so bad inside of me. Mm -hmm. And I start going to run, run away, run away, run away. And I cancel my contract. But one day I, I start thinking, like, why I am alive? Why God wants that I'm still alive? Because I start to hate my life. And I start hating the music. I start hating everything. The day was like bad day. It's the sun. It's raining. It's really, Nothing really crazy. Nothing was working. Crazy. Nothing was yeah, good. It was really crazy time. And I just start asking to my angel, guard angel, please help me to come back to Jesus. I don't know how how can I talk to him because I was feel so so dirty and como se dice no digna unworthy unworthy, unworthy no dignity yeah. yeah but I'm start with a little prayers a little 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 prayers to asking God to help me and one day I decided to come back to Monterey and one of my friends told me about uh, the community that calls uh, the Lord's Ranch in New Mexico. And they told me about a priest, a Jesuit priest. And they told me that the community was a beautiful community. And I was like, well, maybe I need to go for a week and then I can have my energy back just for spend time with God for a while. And I decided to, to go. And when I was there, I can see the peace of God in the people. And I was like fighting in my soul and in my inside of me, like why they look like that, very peaceful. And their eyes, so, so happy. They look so happy. And I was like, why am I not happy? And I'm sorry, asking myself what I want for my life. And one day I met Father Thomas and I can see that the call of holiness but sometimes you think like, okay, come on, not the holiness is not not for us. Not for me. <laughs> not for me. No, I maybe cannot. somebody else, but I can't <laughs> do it. I'm unworthy. You thought you were unworthy. Yeah. You think that it's a como se dice una meta? A goal. A goal. And right. Through that community and through this priest, I understand that it's not a goal. It's a a way. Right. A way to to know that every day you can 
you can be with God and you can be the, the temple of God to be a Christ for others. And this priest showed me Christ in his life and he invited me to stay in the community and I was like, what? <laughs> Why me? No, I, I... Right. But at the same time, it was something in my soul or inside of me telling me to stay here. And... I say yes. <laughs> I yeah, know you why, but yes. I say yes. And God has really uh, caused some great fruits to come through uh, through your singing. In fact, I was hoping that you might sing a song for us. Would you do that for us? Of course. Well, tell us what this well, tell us what this song is about. Uh, this is called um, Mary speaking to us, and it's about a, uh, it's a pro life uh, song, and it's about the life that comes through Jesus Christ, and this is part of the mission that we are doing now to realize the the beautiful that the life are the como lo, lo maravilloso que es la vida how miraculous life is the miracle of life the miracle of life well here's Asenet Gonzalez singing in the Catholic cafe i 
Fantastic. Absolutely beautiful. Thank you, Asenath. And we'll be right back after this. I'm Bess Drzemski, and this is another great moment in church history. At dawn on December 9, 1531, on Tepeyac Hill near Mexico City, a poor Aztec Indian named Juan Diego was on his way to attend Mass. As he was walking, he heard a voice calling him. When he looked up, he saw a beautiful woman surrounded by a light as bright as the sun. The woman revealed herself to Juan as the ever-virgin mother of the true God. She then told Juan that she wanted a church to be built upon the very spot where they stood, where the people could experience her compassion and intercession. She instructed Juan to take her request directly to the Bishop of Mexico City. Unfortunately, the bishop was not very enthusiastic. He dismissed the humble Juan, paying little attention to him. Juan returned to Mary and reported the bishop's lack of interest. But not to be dissuaded, Mary sent Juan back to the bishop the next day. Again, he was dismissed. And again, Mary sent Juan back, asking for a third time the same favor. Finally, Perhaps in an effort to rid himself of the constant pestering of Juan, the bishop asked for a sign to prove that it was truly the mother of God appearing to him. Mary graciously complied. On the morning of December 12th, Juan Diego passed by Tepeyac Hill once again, as he was in need of a priest for his dying uncle. Mary appeared to him and told him not to worry. His uncle was now miraculously healed and fully recovered. Instead, she told Juan to go to the top of the frost-covered barren hill and there he would find some beautiful, fresh pink roses. In disbelief, after all it was December, he climbed the hill. To his amazement, as promised, there were the roses. Mary then arranged the roses in his tilma or cloak and sent him off to see the bishop once more. When Juan Diego arrived, he told the bishop about the roses. He opened his tilma, and the roses spilled out onto the floor. The bishop was truly amazed, not at the roses, but at Juan's tilma. For on this garment was the miraculous image of Our Lady, just as she had appeared to Juan. The bishop fell to his knees in veneration and prayer. The shrine to Our Blessed Mother of Mount Tepeyac was begun soon after. Juan Diego's tilma, still perfectly preserved, can be seen behind the main altar in the new Basilica of Our Lady of Guadalupe. St. Juan Diego was canonized by John Paul II on July 31, 2002. I'm Bess Drzymski, and this is another great moment in church history. Welcome back to the Catholic Cafe. Here's Deacon Jeff. 
And we're back in the Catholic Cafe, and I'm seated here with Asanet Gonzalez. She's from Monterey, Mexico, and she's a uh, world-famous <laughs> recording star, rock star. She wanted me to call her a rock star, but I didn't think that was appropriate. <laughs> no, uh, she didn't say that. Yeah, missionary. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's beautiful what you're doing now. So you have taken your life now, and you have focused on glorifying God with your <laughs> voice, with your songs, and you're accompanying the Franciscan Friars of the Renewal on some mission trips. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what has that been like for you? Actually, tell you what, let me ask Father Augustino. How has she been doing? How has she received <laughs> by the communities that you visited? I'm so jealous. Um, it's just, it's just uh, no, uh, very, very, very well. Um, we're doing a, a mission in, uh, in Spanish right now. Uh, in the town where we're at, and uh, she's come with her music and uh, just uh, just her presence, and, and it's it's been such a gift. Um, and uh, everywhere she goes, she's she's well received. Not that she hasn't had problems uh, in some places, but uh, all of that is, is served to glorify God and to to give life to her ministry, which thanks be to God is flourishing. Uh, there's a lot of people who need to hear the pro-life message. There's a lot of youth out there who are asking questions, who are aspiring to the fame that she aspired to, and to see her witness is a powerful thing. That's beautiful. And so now I know you were telling us in that first segment that you, at the time you were doing uh, La Academia, you, were, you weren't very happy. You were unhappy mm-hmm. uh, that you were empty. You said you had an emptiness inside you. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me now with confidence? Can you tell me now that you have a fullness? I mean, do you feel like you're happy? Of course. <laughs> and what do you think the cause of that happiness is? You cannot is? express how happy you are when Jesus Christ comes to your life. It's something that you cannot explain. It's it's peaceful in your life. Not all the time we are ha, 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 laughing, you know, <laughs> but in the hard times. The hard times. It's something inside of you that it's a strength. It's una fuerza superior. A superior force. Yeah. Superior force inside of you that can telling you all the time, Come on, you can do it. And you know that it's God inside of you that help you to, to know that everything is possible for him. And for me, I think I never imagined that I can sing for God because I was thinking that it was something from, from me, not from God. And we are full of his gift. And if we use this gift for him, you never imagine how miracle or how marvel. Mm-hmm. Could be. fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Could be. Now, you have a beautiful voice and you have a wonderful gift. <laughs> uh, you have a wonderful gift. And I know God's going to use it uh, in incredible ways if you let him, right? <laughs> and that's true for anybody, right. even if they don't sing as beautifully or play as beautifully or even write songs like you did. No matter who you are, God has a plan for you, right? Is that mm-hmm. what you share with the people that you that you talk yes, to? That's right. And especially to recognize how beautiful is your life. And sometimes we don't see that we are a miracle of God. Our lives is a miracle from Him. When you start seeing that, you start recognizing that the presence of God in your life, in every way, and it doesn't matter what you do, if you are in a school or you are in the work or whatever you want to do, God is always with us. And we need to understand that we are in a world that it's fighting with us all the time. The television, what they teaching, uh, that the radio stations and, and many, many the, the newspapers, and you can see like what they said and what the Bible said, and it's always a contradiction. Yes. For me, I think it was the, the, the most bad thing that I was just worried about my life. And I think for that reason, I was 
so como me estaba ahogando. It was choking me. Yeah. Because uh, I was just worried about me. But I never see that it was more people with other problems bigger than, than me. And when you go outside of you and you can see that your life can help others, you feel that you are an instrument from God. And Wonderful. Now, Tom, you agree that she has a beautiful voice, doesn't oh, she? Oh, my word. It's incredible. Yeah, it's beautiful. And, I want to uh, know how to get a CD. Well, we can, we'll figure that one out in a minute. But I'll tell you, what's nice is that, from my perspective, you know the din or the noise of the world. You know, you were talking about the world mm -hmm. is always kind of at odds mm -hmm. with what you said the Bible was saying. But mm -hmm. the word of God, you know, God has this plan for his world. Mm -hmm. But, unfortunately, the world doesn't pay attention to God's plan. Mm -hmm. But what's beautiful is out of all that noise, the cacophony, out of all that noise, your angelic voice kind of rises above it. Right? It's not just about you, but it's God using you. That's right. And so for every person that can hear that angelic voice, and there's lots of people out there listening right now who have angelic voices that they can use, even if it's not singing, even if it's just, just being a friend or being a good Christian uh, soul walking the earth, people will see that and recognize God in that. And that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, that's right. And and this is, I think, the, the most important thing, to be the image of God for others. When you went back to Monterey, did they recognize you again? <laughs> well, yes, but... She was dressed more modestly. <laughs> so. Very different. <laughs> very good, very good. But praise God. Praise God because His mercy can alcanzarnos. Reach us. Reach us. And when it reaches us, it, it transforms us. Yes. It changes us. And that's that's the beauty. We become molded into his uh, His purpose. And, and that's so awesome to see that play out in someone's life. And with our testimony, God can reach others. Very good. Through us. Now, Asanet, do you have a website or something that they can visit? Yes. Uh, if they want to find out more about you and, and your ministry and your singing, what is that website? It's www.asanet.com. It's A-Z-E-N-E-T-H dot com. Okay, so MX. it's com. So it's Azanet, but it's A-Z-E-N-E-T-H dot com dot M-X. Dot M-X. Okay, like so it's dot com dot M-X. Yes. Very good. Now, if you have difficulty... <laughs> you can always email me at deaconjeff at thecatholiccafe.com. We will steer you in the right direction. Now, Azanet, I would love to hear another song. Would you do that for us? Amen. Now, normally <laughs> we, we end this show in prayer, but I think that we're going to let this song be a prayer. So as people are listening, perhaps they can, they can feel the love of God in your song. Así sea, en español. <laughs> Amen. Thank you very much. So once again, grace in the stage of the Catholic Cafe. Here's Azanet. González.
Thanks for listening to the Catholic Cafe. If you'd like to contact Deacon Jeff, send an email to deaconjeff at thecatholiccafe.com. The Catholic Cafe is brought to you by the Order of Malta Federal Association and is broadcast with ecclesial permission from J. Terry Stive, Bishop of Memphis in Tennessee. Join us again at the Catholic Cafe. There's always room for one more at our table. <laughs>